Hello and welcome to the Jewish Mother Me podcast. This is the podcast which invites you into the rarefied world of the Jewish mother, presented by we three women who are all Jewish mothers ourselves, but more importantly, have been mothered by Jewish mothers. My name's Angela Epstein. Noemi Lopian. And Lynn Dover. Together, we have been friends for too many years, far more years than we can remember, but we're very happy for that to be so. And uh, over the years, we've talked about the fact that the perspective of the Jewish mother has its pros and its cons. There's been painful moments. There have been moments of huge, uplifting hope and, and joy. And we want to bring you some of that in this podcast today and see whether we can do a bit of Jewish mothering as we Jewish mother or even smother you uh, with some of the things we've learned and are still learning and still very much need to learn too. So thank you so much for your company. And today we're talking about, ooh, it's a quite a nasty five-letter word, isn't it? It's guilt. It's guilt. Mm, guilt. Agreed. Not guilt. No. It's the Yiddish for money. <laughs> it's guilt. Now, the Jewish mother is very much associated with guilt. It's a bit of a stereotype, which is what our uh, our musical intro, or not, is all about. We're trying to sort of also tear up the rule book to some of the things that relate to the Jewish mothers. But did you hear about the Jewish mother who uh, went out and bought her adult son a brown shirt and a blue shirt? And she said, you know, which one do you want? And he said, mm, OK, I'll have the blue shirt. And she said, you didn't like the brown shirt? Ah, ah, yeah, right. there's loads of them. <laughs> if you've got a big bucket for all the cheese that exists over Jewish mothers, there are tons of it. I mean, my other favourite is the uh, the guy who calls his mum and she says, uh, hey, how are you? And she says, I'm not too good. Not too good. I'm a little bit weak. And he says, why? I haven't eaten in days. And she says, he says, well, why haven't you eaten, mum? And she says, in case you should call, I didn't want my mouth to be full of food when I answered the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, OK. Not sure these things really exist. But but we do we do have an issue with uh, with guilt, don't we? We do. We do. I, I mean, the Jewish the Jewish mother feels that she has to mother and smother, like Angela said. And if she can't, the guilt comes in. It's the oughts and the shoulds and the looking after. And often we take it upon ourselves to look after people when they don't even want to be looked after. Um and especially now, I suppose, in our age group girls, we're the sort of sandwich generation that we look after the older people, but also still mother our younger people. And so we feel torn and work, etc. We have to be in two places at once. Yeah, I find that um, looking back on my um, working and family life, um, I chose a path where I kind of sh- shared the guilty um sources but also found the path of least guilt for me and I think for any um, Jewish mother or Jewish woman um, or anybody not you don't have to be Jewish as Angela would say um, it is the path of least guilt for you and I, I view other women who either women who don't work or men who don't work and look after the family they've chosen as long as the finances are okay, the path of least guilt for them um, and or someone who chooses to work full time and um, has uh, that somebody looking after their children or their children in um, childcare, that's the path of least guilt for them and everybody's path is completely personal and I would never judge anybody for choosing whichever path they choose but I think we navigate our way through our lives looking for um, putting one 
type of guilt off against another. I don't know. How well, I'm entirely think. judgmental, obviously. So I judge <laughs> you entirely for leaving your children bereft at home with a hired hand while you went to work and 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 soared the great heights of the uh, dental profession in order Hardly. to absolutely. <laughs> and you annoy me. I, I judge you for deciding, uh, having been a GP and a highly qualified <laughs> professional, to stay at home more. So I'm judging everybody all the time. Not really. Um, the thing is that there is a big difference between guilt and shame. Because uh, I was thinking about this on the long six-minute drive in today. Um, and there's also remorse as well. So guilt is almost, I think, the position of feeling that we're always doing something wrong. It's not about an individual act. Uh, it's more about this sense that somehow um, something's not good enough. And uh, I think the, f- the first thing to say, and as we always say with this podcast, is this, this is, Lynn said, you don't have to be Jewish. You don't have to be a mother. It can be woman, man, doesn't matter what you are or who you are or how you are. Um, we hope that some of the wisdom that we've learned from our Jewish mothers, we can import into your lives and we will learn in the process too as we talk about it. But what is it about Jewish mothers in particular that makes us wired to feel guilty. Um, Because lots of people have a work-life balance issue. Lots of people um, feel guilty if they forget a birthday. They feel guilty if they um, haven't sort of come round to see you if you've had a particular issue. Why are we in particular? Why do we break our heads over guilt? I think we've been brought up with a sort of moral code and I think anybody who's been brought up by some sort of code will try and stick to that code and if you perceive if we as the mums or you as the listener perceive to stray away from that code then the guilt sets in and the more you stray away from that code the more the more the guilt grows and and i think um as a jewish person we grow up from being young to do something called a mitzvah which is a command and you're taught to do it whether you like it or not which is a wonderful uh way of teaching people to do kindness and so if you for whatever reason can't do it you feel guilt because you should be doing it you know you should be doing right and I think it starts from that but then you also have to learn as you grow more adult and more mature to cope with that and you know how how you balance that basically and that's what life and living is about to accept that we have the guilt and and how we go about dealing with it and not obviously hurting anybody which none of us do i think often it's in our heads more than in our deeds would you say Abs- i think i think you're absolutely right well i would say that because you're sitting next to me um, <laughs> yeah, that's a club you on, yeah. i also think there's um, an element of competitiveness in all mm. of our lives and if we don't live up to the um being the Code. best or or the best whatever it is we're trying to do and we come out second best or don't always succeed there's a guilt at having failed as well do you so, think that's our own type A personalities or is that our own or is that the communal conduct what we feel is expected to our, of us or both? Or? I think I think there's an element of just trying to fit in with a certain stereotype and to mm. pr- trying to provide for your children and trying to live up to certain expectations that don't aren't always met. So I think it's not that's not just the Jewish mother thing. That's an everybody thing is mm. is having certain expectations in life that if you can't meet them or you've tried but you could just can't do something, you then feel guilty at having failed. There's a lot of that. But, but who expects them? Ourselves mainly. Exactly. We set our own goals, and if we, we do. don't do it, we are our own worst enemies. In that but I think respect. that's part of the wiring, particularly of of the 
the Jewish mother genre maybe that we've observed being mothered by Jewish mothers because this is this is uh, very much not a parenting podcast it's for anybody who's had a familiar situation where where family dynamics chop and change I mean just spooling back to the Jewish mother I, I saw there was a cafe I think it was in the States called it was a Jewish delicatessen called Call Your Mother mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's this idea of you know um, feeling all the time that we're not doing the right thing by other people um, mm. is it the stereotype of the Jewish mother that makes somebody feel like that is it because if you look back over the history of, of Jewish women um, I don't know there's been a particular type of struggle I don't know but I think what happens is that certainly the stereotypes tell you that there are situations situations where you're reminded of your failing so certainly now as my kids are older I mean I've always worked as a journalist um, through my children growing up and now they're older and having sort of quasi adult conversations my youngest is now 17 and my eldest is uh, is 29 they sort of remind me of things where I didn't quite do stuff in the past so there's a lot of retrospective guilt do you have this yes they like to do that but then I remember I did that myself to my dear mum so I blinking deserve it yes I I do I made a Nations a lot. What sort of things are you prepared to share? <laughs> well, I prepared to share that when we were 15, we went to a youth event and my mum came at 11 o'clock at night in her dressing gown, peeping out of her coat, saying, come home now. And I was, it sounds like nothing now, of course, but I was so embarrassed in front of my peers that my mum appeared in her dressing gown, admittedly covered by a coat, but telling us to go home like little kids when at 15, I felt it was very cool and it was only across the road and the local community synagogue hall, stuff like that. But as I'm growing older, I, I understand why she's done it, obviously, yep. and, and understand her own shortfalls and misgivings. And so, of course, it's like everything in life. Once we grow, once we can empathise and understand somebody's role, we... So do you think you feel less guilty as you grow older about things or... No, the or guilt shift, different thing. I can it's transfer it to different people. <laughs> yeah, I, won't, I won't drop it. I wish I could blinking drop no, it. No, it's this. Yeah. Strapped to your back like a rucksack from one of these posh outward like bound a, shops. How do you call it? A loose wrap? Uh, yeah, like round your neck. Yeah. You see, I sort of had a bit of a guilt exchange thing because uh, my mum always worked because she had to. So, um, you know, sometimes she'd be late at the school gates or late coming to one of the, um, you know, the presentations at mm. school. And I had the great fortune of um, I went freelance when I became a journalist, having worked in, as a staffer or staff journalist for a while. Um, and that gave me some flexibility. And it also made me think, well, you know what? Mum wasn't always around because she couldn't because of work. And I understood why so I was sort of happy working and sometimes wouldn't make enough time for her than I could when she finally retired um and um and now I think looking back at my grand old age of 28 not um I think I should have been a bit more flexible about that or I should have do I feel guilty that I didn't spend more time with her? She she passed away several years ago. Um, you see, uh, my brother said to me um, when I wanted to discuss this with him, he said, guilt is such a pointless emotion. What's the point of saying, I feel really bad? I feel really bad, Lynn, that I, I forgot your birthday. Or I feel really bad that um, I didn't ask you when um, when you, 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 had your, you broke your finger and you had to go to hospital. Um, yeah, I know you feel bad, but isn't it just better to say sorry I didn't blah sorry I missed your birthday did you have a lovely birthday or whatever sometimes people say I feel bad because it's like a release switch they want to you know it's it's you putting the guilt back onto yourself you're Mm. loading yourself with the guilt if you're doing that as well and I think that um 
we're all guilty of doing that um, and it's very hard to get out of that mindset of putting mainly guilt is a, for me anyway it's a self-imposed situation I always felt terribly guilty working through school holidays when I know freelancers like you were taking your children out on school on um, you know trips to theme parks and and picnics and stuff and I was uh, left my children at home who with a, a wonderful wonderful woman who used to come and help me look after the kids during the school holidays and uh, the babies when they were little but I wasn't there mm. and and it was that was difficult but equally you see I as because I was a freelancer um, which meant I worked from home to make it easy with kids but I missed people uh, there wasn't the connectivity that we have now. Yes. Um, and I look back now that my youngest is, uh, you know, all being well next year. She hopes to, to go off and have a year off and, and hopefully go to university. Um, you know, I think, why didn't I just relax and enjoy it more rather than thinking, oh, I'm at home with the kids during the holidays while you're off going to your dental practice and doing a serious job. And I'm listening to Postman Pat on loop in the car as we go to Chester Zoo or something rather than thinking, you know, those times have gone now. What can I do about it? Don't you think so? I mean, do you have guilt about revisiting the past over the way you parented or the way you were with your parents? Yes, I have. But um, I try I try really to learn to drop it because I think like what your brother said really strikes a chord with me that it's a very negative, unhelpful emotion. So you try and drop it. And like you say, either do something about it um, you can't always be what we're all talking about in, in two places at one time. So we have to make decision and it hurts. And I think every woman will empathise or working man who likes to be at home. That one feels torn between the two situations. And you sort of have to make peace uh, within yourself. And you learn that sort of slowly through experience because otherwise it just eats so, uh, you up. Is, is, does guilt attack is like a contemporaneous emotion and it becomes regret and self-reproaching yes, afterwards. Yes, and I won't allow that. So I tried to do the Edith Piaf, je ne regrette rien. <laughs> I will not regret <laughs> anything. Don't don't look back, look forward. Um, I think it's you very know, easy it's gone. if you can um, box stuff off in your head and put them on a high shelf and forget about them. But I often find at 3.30 in the morning <laughs> when these thoughts sort of crowd into your head and you can't sleep that it's very hard to do that. And it that's quite, it's quite a, a female thing. I mean, the whole point of the Jewish Mother podcast and the Jewish Mother Me rather is that we want to mother you and smother you because we don't care whether you're Jewish, not Jewish, man, woman, um, whether your parents or being parented because the, the takeaway wisdom is there for us all to learn but I do think that's quite innately female that we tend to I know it's a broad generalization I've got a big broad brush that I'm sweeping over this statement mm. but that we we tend to ruminate and pick over things mm. in the way that maybe men will put in compartments and uh, and just forget about I think, think men in that sense are more straightforward than women women will naturally sort of terrible to make these generalizations but maybe ruminate more than a man a man will be more straightforward there won't be these undercurrents often they've made the decision and they'll go with it whereas we will make a decision and then maybe still reflect about what we could have done or should have got done or at night and at night I'm like you Lynn when I'm up and the thoughts start I actually physically get out of bed now when that happens because do you I can't what do you do I go down and, and and make a cup of tea and I start to read because or I write them or I write them down because I get really worked up um, and it's <laughs> so that's really good. I mean, the thing is, one of the things about our podcast is that 
we 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 hope that we can shed shed something uplifting, and we would never be so uh, so presumptive or even, as or to, even share what we're going yeah, through, we're, so we, that whoever's listening knows at least it's not just you. Yeah, we're not you're here not to direct because we're we're still learning and not always getting it right on the job too. No. But that's really good because when you write it down, it no longer controls you. You control it because you've committed it to yeah. paper. So maybe if you are listening and feeling really guilty about something, because uh, I'm certainly going to think about doing that, have, writing it down. Or you have thoughts, you know, what what even your to-do list or whatever, it nags away at you. I like to and I learned and that from my dad. What I like you? to try and distract myself, so I yeah. listen to the world service. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I quite a lot of the time. Oh, so, that's uh, a really that's, good idea. So I, I don't have to puts think. you maybe back to yeah. sleep as yeah, well. To exactly, because the other way wakes you up and mm-hmm. your day's gone then. Yep. Well, this is a Jewish Follow, follow Lynn's <laughs> advice. Yeah. This is a real Jewish thing. There's a there's a word in Yiddish called krenk. I've got a real crank. It means that when there's something hurts a bit, I've got a crank in my neck, a crank in my back. It's not like a serious illness, but it's just something that's that's bothering you. So when I couldn't sleep, I tried to make a list from A to Z of all the illnesses I could think of in alphabetical oh, order. Gosh. I know. I uh, I think I stumbled on, on about J. I couldn't think of something. So the thing about being the, the Jewish mother group guilt or maternal guilt as seen through the prism of the Jewish mother is... She feels guilty, but also she's a bit of a guilt tripper too. I mean, there's the old Jewish joke about the woman who discharged herself from jury service because she says, but I'm the guilty one because Jewish women (laughs) feel guilty. But some Jewish mothers, I'm not naming any, can be terrible guilt trippers too, would you not say? They make you feel guilty, they say. They don't necessarily say, you know, how many Jewish mothers does it take to change a light bulb? Hmm. None, I'll just sit here in the dark. There is- <laughs> <laughs> You're on a roll today, Angela. I'm on a roll yeah. for these prices, yep. Um, they so- are, but I think it's all personality dependent and we all know some of those and, and that makes it very hard for, for the child, doesn't it, when you're like that? And I think it pushes people away whether we are whether we meet the mother or we meet that person as a friend or an acquaintance it never brings the person but closer. sometimes you need to guilt trip somebody into doing something and oh, you know no no i just think or pushing them into kids, action you mean yeah. yeah you might just so what do you mean for example or you know i don't want to make you feel guilty but it's your grandmother's birthday tomorrow you better give her a phone call sort of thing you know that they ought to remember <laughs> to do that themselves yeah there is that and sometimes there there is no sort of um, there's so, no substitute for plain speaking. Um, my middle son, who is um, he's 25, he was home this weekend. Um, my mum passed away abroad. She was living in Israel and my son happened to be there on his year off. So my brother who lives there, um, my mum was um, was having sort of respite care in my brother's house because it was better for her to be a, a, in the home situation. And my sister-in-law, who's a gorgeous girl, she rang my son up who was uh, on his year off and he was at this seminary place. And she rang and she said, um, excuse the appalling accent she said you better come and stay with us this weekend your grandmother's on her last legs (laughs) (laughs) that's direct (laughs) did he have a shock he had a shock but you know what she sort of in some ways the the guilt maybe this is something that I've learned just by saying that out loud because I find I learn on the job from doing this podcast about things that I can do to to make my life less complicated is by rather than dressing it up and sugarcoating it Hmm. without wishing to be unkind. She just said, you need to come. It It wasn't like you'll feel bad if you don't come or imagine what you'd think if you hadn't made it this weekend because she just said, here's the facts. I'm putting that information on the table. You can do with it what you want. What about the issue of feeling guilty because other people 
either not necessarily make us feel guilty by design, but they do so by default. So we're at the life stage where we're women of a certain age, um, you know, working, busy, doing other things, trying to raise a family who are, you know, on, on the doorstep of leaving home or have just left home. Uh, Noemi, here is actually a, a grandma as well. Um, so there's, there's lots of things to absorb us. But we still have, and therefore could use that as justification for why we don't get around to other things. But still, other friends make us feel guilty because they can do stuff that we can't. They're still having the dinner parties and doing this, that and the other. How do we how do we deal with the fact that other friends have higher standards? Or it may just be that they remember stuff about us that we don't remember about them. They remember that you buried your pet chicken last week. Oh, yes, I did. You it? did. Well, yeah, never mind. We wish oh, you a long thank life. You thank you very much. But, but yeah, you may not remember, but you may not remember something detailed about them. How do we deal with that? I hope you buried it and didn't eat it, Linda. I did <laughs> definitely need you to not eat her chicken that died of natural causes. No. Uh, no. Soil in her chicken soup. <laughs> So what what do you think then? I mean, you know, I when, think when that's, people that's on like ourselves, that. not on the other people. So I think that's about a matter of maybe loving yourself a bit more than you do and accepting yourself for what you are, yeah. knowing that you can't do everything. That is just comes from you, and that's that's on you to try and do that. And if you if you, I mean, sometimes I feel bad for thinking bad of other people. And I once went to a talk by a rabbi who said. If you are not liking someone and feeling guilty about not liking someone, think of one good thing about them so and, nice. and say that out loud to yourself about that person and um, you'll feel a lot better about yourself. Are there some people you struggle to find the one thing? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that pretty, from pretty much everybody you can find one at least one good thing Chairman about now. them. If you make a very good Stalin. big effort. <laughs> I don't know them personally. <laughs> good, and I think good they're response. Good, good to hate from a distance anyway. Oh, OK, OK. Um, but, um, I mean, you know, we've talked about guilt guilt giving us a get out clause and um, that, that how we deal with it from other people um mine was you know especially now maybe maybe this has happened to you um uh, if you know if you're listening and you've unfortunately been bereaved it could be parents it could be friends it could be anybody and you think oh I, why didn't i do x or y while i had the chance any thoughts about how to can, can we somehow safeguard ourselves from feeling that retrospective guilt do you think <laughs> think if you yeah in a perfect world yes that you think that every time never do anything that you might regret but I mean we are human and we are we I are think, sometimes I think there's also a thing where you resolve to do better next time yes that's a nice way I think if you are think well I should have gone yourself. to visit that person at their house of mourning that's the shiver house and I never got round to it write them a letter afterwards or or make a point of of always sort of trying to do it next time we're all human. I yeah. mean, you can't do we everything are. perfectly all the time, but you can try and be a better person the next time round if you, if you feel guilty yeah. this time round. So, Noemi, when you, Noemi, your, your late father was a Holocaust survivor and you uh, translated his book from the German, The Long Night, and um, which, which detailed all his suffering. Um, and and your mum was also a hidden child during the Second World War. Do you do, do you ever have that kind of guilt where you should because 
I mean, maybe anybody listening, that, that's quite a, a powerful example. But because you've had other people that you know have had a hard time, maybe parents, you feel guilty that you're not doing more for yourself. Is that a guilt you've had to contend with? That I don't do more for yeah, myself. Yeah, or just, just that, you know, well, if they could go through that, then I shouldn't complain about this. Because yeah, it's very hard to impose that guilt on ourselves. I you think know. a lot of, um, I think it's a whole other podcast, really. And how, have you, how long have you got? But yes, of course, there is that, particularly in a child whose parents were in the war. Your, your life is so different to their life. And then, of course, my children's life, again, is so different. And yeah, there's, there's lots of that. But again, I turn it round and turn it positive and say, I really appreciate what I have. And, yeah. and try to hang on to that and highlight that to the children's generation today. It's how to make them understand and appreciate the freedoms that we all enjoy and we're grateful for in the UK. Absolutely. So um, we hope you've enjoyed listening to our podcast about guilt. So be, just before we go, so you, you, you may think, I feel guilty because I don't go and see my parents more often. I feel guilty because there is a particular friend and she makes a lot of effort but she she irritates me I don't really want to see her that often she's going tick Tick, perhaps you feel guilty about things that have happened in the past and you can't do anything more like Lynn said you know she still reflects and your your children are grown up your your youngest Abby is a is a student now how old is she she's uh, 20 right and your eldest is 29 and still you're talking about the fact that you left yeah still feel bad exactly still feeling bad decades since uh, I left them during the school holiday well no it's not a decade but since they weren't able to really occupy themselves during the school okay um, and maybe we feel guilty because we've got friends who have stepped up to the plate and done something more for somebody else than we should have done maybe you're feeling that you're maybe you're just feeling a bad person at the end of this podcast I am listening to all this I'm thinking there were so many things so if we have some takeaway wisdom that we're learning on the job here what would we say do you think what what would if somebody asked me well how have you dealt with guilt and what what could the best advice um if we should be so presumptuous um to say about handling guilt what would you say just resolve to do better next time and and actually try and do it it's all very easy to say that because it often you're caught up in the same mesh of time being time poor you haven't got time or the time runs away with you and suddenly you haven't had a chance to do whatever you wanted to do but try and do it better next time what about you yes I haven't got it I would just say I'd agree with Lynn and it feels so much better when you achieve that and then just try and repeat that behavior because then it becomes part of you but yeah recognize that it's not easy and so just give yourself a pat on the back when you do do it and be kind on yourself and maybe focus more on the good that you do rather than eating yourself up about the guilt. And I would just say, shout out loud, I can't do anything about this now. I can't do anything about it. I am not a time traveller. I am not, there is no point. I cannot replay my last kick. I can only play the next one. And it's so easy to say this here in a studio because I know when it's just me and you talk about the dark hours and while Noemi's having a cup of tea and reading um, yesterday's Beano or whatever she's reading at three (laughs) in the morning. (laughs) Oh oh, my guilt is I'm in the shower and I say get your own loo roll. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, the private in your household Um, but I would say um, and acceptance acceptance is probably one of the hardest things to ever Mm. 
recognize um, is to accept the things you cannot change. I wish I was the wisest person who'd come up with that, but it's uh, that's age-old wisdom. But certainly do not yeah. think where guilt 100%. is concerned. So, Lynn... And change the things that you can do something about. Right, that you can so, change. Yeah. absolutely. So, Lynn, are you from now henceforth not going to feel guilty about leaving mm-hmm. Alex age 29 and married <laughs> for an afternoon because you were Playing how dare wife. you you know uh, going to work and a, and a profession that you'd work very hard for and earning a living and contributing significantly to the household are you going to let it go to quote Disney no because um, <laughs> isn't there the old joke what's the difference between a Jewish mother and a Rottweiler go on a Rottweiler will let go <laughs> there is that oh, very one good. I think on that note, so let it go. Don't let it go. Jewish mothers everywhere. (laughs) That really didn't mean to say. So there you go. That's our take on Jewish maternal guilt. We hope that somehow it has left you feeling not entirely miserable. No, in all seriousness, we hope it makes you feel a little bit uplifted. At the very least, it makes you feel that if you are beating your head over feeling guilty over something, you are not by yourself. We are all only human. And if you can just shout out and say, I accept what I can't change. Maybe that will help. Thank you so much for listening to the Jewish Me Mother podcast from me, Angela Epstein, Naomi Lopian and Lynn Dover. See you soon.